Welcome to a very special episode of Pop That Culture. We tackle the hard-hitting issues, the ones that keep you up at night. For instance, are Bert and Ernie a gay couple or just best friends? Find out now on Pop That Culture. <laughs> what do you think? I want to know. I'm going best friends. I'm going best friends on that. Hmm. I think they are simple, innocent, best friends. And the reason this came up, and this has been, I think, brought up before. And mm -hmm. I know that the, the higher-ups at Sesame Street have said before, um, they are just best friends. Okay. They created the characters to teach, you know, kindergarten age children that you can be friends with people who are different from mm -hmm. you. And you should groom your eyebrows. Not groom your eyebrows. He leaves that thing solid. Well, I know, but it's designed to make children with one eyebrow very self-conscious and then therefore manscape at a young age. <laughs> or the right? opposite. No, um, okay. But so they, they created these characters in 1969. Oh! <laughs> um, <laughs> To, again, to teach kids that you can be best friends with someone even if they have very different habits mm. from you, you know. Bert is so neat and he has a paperclip right. collection. Ernie's a little bit more wild and sloppy. The odd loves couple. that rubber ducky. Yeah, they're the odd couple. Well, I, I would hardly debate you on that based on uh, empirical evidence. <laughs> Which would be? Well, of the era, so 1969, yes. Bert and Ernie had a sleeping arrangement just like every couple on television. Well, they did sleep in single beds, but they yes. were roommates. And maybe all that they could, who knows what the rent prices are on Sesame uh -huh. Street. Maybe uh -huh. all they could afford was a one-bedroom uh, abode. No, that, that goes against the very principles of Sesame Street. You're saying that Sesame Street's being gentrified, <laughs> and all the hipsters are moving in, then the yuppies are going to follow. But you know the first stage of gentrification? Is? Is artists move in. Do you know what the second stage is? When the gay community the moves gay in? The gay community moves in. Yeah. So there I present my case. Well, here is where the higher-ups at Sesame Street would come down on you, which is to say... Oh, really? I said come down on you, not go. Um, oh. That they are puppets, hmm. and none of the puppets have a sexual orientation because they're puppets. That's what they're saying. The reason why this came up recently is one of the writers, and this is the guy who only came in in 1984, mm -hmm. so he was not there at the start of it, it you know, mm -hmm. coming up with the original idea for right. Bert and Ernie and who they are and what they represent okay. and, and you know why they're there on a kid's show. Mm -hmm. However, um, he is a gay man, and uh, his relationship with his boyfriend is, he says, what he then, once he started in 1984, mm -hmm. based... The, what he would write for Bert and Ernie on the kind of relationship that they right. had, maybe fights that they had or things mm. that they talked about, or you know, yeah, like they're an old married couple, right? Just like Bert and Ernie. No, I'm just saying he's saying that he, because he was sort of basing it on his own life, mm -hmm. always saw them as a gay couple, and that's how he right. wrote them. Okay, but the Sesame Street people are saying that's not true. None of the puppets have a sexual orientation. That's not why. So they wait were a minute. The, the blue guy with the round head and the mustache—that could be a chick. Uh. The the pink girl with the ponytails—that could be a dude. Yeah. Sorry, not gender, sexual orientation, like who they're okay. attracted to. I'm just, <laughs> yes. I'm just right now, I'm, my mind is just in a very 
I'm traumatized right now. You shouldn't Thank be traumatized. Like, like, either way, if Bert and Ernie are gay or if they're not gay, no right. one should be traumatized. It's not a big deal. It's so, wait that, a minute. It's so just that there's a fight from, from different Sesame Street camps okay. right now on, on what they are and who they are. So, wait a minute. So, set me straight then. So, Chewbacca Han Solo, not gay. I'm not sure on that one. Okay, Kirk and Spock, not gay. I want to say, I believe uh, Captain Kirk is bisexual. Mm. Um, Joey Lando, Lando Calrissian, Donald Glover said that Lando Calrissian is pansexual. All right, he has sex with pans and pots. Anything. So, so Joey and Chandler, not gay? Uh... I think they have probably had sex dreams about each other and then mm. felt weird about the next day, but never would act on any feelings. Oscar and Felix, not gay. Gay. Um, Tom Brokaw and Ted mm -hmm. Koppel, not gay. Not gay. Donald Trump and mm. Michael Pence, not gay. Not gay. So you can be really tight with another dude and not be gay. <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. All right. You can. Mm. You're not one of those people who, if you no. go to see a movie with a guy friend of yours, you leave a safety seat between you, are you? Yes. Oh, well, I'm just yeah. Okay. Just, David. Oh, no, you don't. I know you don't. No. You and, do <laughs> you and Andy, if you, guys, if you do like a Podquesters movie night, do you do the, ah, uh, then the arm around? I have said arm and arm with multiple guy friends at the theater. Corey? So, Corey? Yeah. I have to sit next to somebody at all times. Really? Oh. Okay, wait. Do you, Corey do you take the, the armrest? Do you flip the armrest up? No, the armrest is there. Are you oh, sure? You get, a, you get a snuggle? So, okay, I was on a morning show where there were three dudes and a chick, and the three dudes used to go out and see dude movies after the show. Yeah. Because they were inexpensive shows. Sure. And we all sat a seat of You art. did? Well, I mean, it, I guess if it's like uh, a big, empty theater, and right. you like to be able to spread out, and yeah. you're like... Especially, you know, in the uh -huh. winter time as a lady, if I'm going to a show mm. and they're, you know, it's relatively empty and I've got, mm. you know, I can put my coat over here, my purse over here, mm. and then you can have a friend sit over there. Right, yeah. Your attache. <laughs> the full the, buffet that I brought. The launch codes. <laughs> yes, mm. I don't know. Um, but that's fascinating that you're always a safety seat guy. I am. Mm -hmm. The same thing with urinals and toilet stalls. Oh, well, I don't know. Toilet stalls, no, I don't get. Urinals, I get. Because you have a wall between you when Doesn't you're matter. in a, in a What if your feet, like, stretch out and touch each other? You're not tapping. You're good. Wide stance. No? Can we move on? I'm really Yes, we can. We can move on to two other gentlemen who are and very wait, good are, friends. Are and they gay? They are not okay. gay. No. Just checking. Unless Scarlett Johansson is uh, Joe's beard, I think no. They that are not gay. That would be a great beard. She is have. a great beard. Mm -hmm. um, they hosted the Emmys, and they were officially announced as the lowest rated Emmys ever. That's On one hand, I feel bad, because yeah. a lot of people have put a lot of effort into sure. this. But on the other hand, isn't that like a, a sign of the times? Yeah, I mean, they tried to, They there really were times in it where you could feel like they were just trying to get through crap. Mm -hmm. Like they were trying to speed it up because the big complaint with the show is often that uh, right. it takes too long. Right. But people just felt that this one was kind of boring and they didn't mm. really, there was probably more and longer coverage about it than the actual, <laughs> the, actual the next show. day. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, and they still brought in like 10 million viewers, and mm -hmm. last year it was 11 million viewers. Yeah. But then they compared this to um, America's Got Talent, like yeah. last Wednesday's episode, <laughs> got the same amount of viewers well, as yeah. the, the Emmys. But I they're in the finals. So. Here's the thing. I think personally that the public at large is sick and tired of seeing industry insiders kind of spank it right. to each other, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm dead serious. Yeah. 
It's like, oh, tonight, the National Plumbing Awards, you know. <laughs> Best P-Trap, welcome. Oh. Yeah. oh, Joe the Plumber is the host tonight. It's yeah. like, how ridiculous. I mean, if you think I about know. it, it's stupid ridiculous. Like, who would sit through that when you have so much crap to do? Maybe if they had more acts like what you see on America's mm -hmm. Got Talent, but like on the Emmys, if they were juggling yeah. chainsaws or right. acrobats or something like that, then right. maybe people... Yeah, you know, like put the losers to death or something. Wait, or you know? name them, maybe not death. You know, like ease or into bl that. Or bludgeon, like break their kneecaps. It, sure. So like if you don't do a great job with your craft, man, you're not doing it anymore. Somebody's losing a yes. pinky finger every time they lose. Uh, right, exactly. You do <laughs> Is it an honor to be nominated anymore? Yes. Yeah. Copulate on stage. No? So I mean something. I, yeah. They've got to figure out something mm -hmm. because it's a, it's a trend. Actually, the one thing that people were really not having was something that happened um, not during the broadcast but during the commercials. Mm -hmm. So during the show, um, Anthony Bourdain, for his work, won two awards posthumously, mm -hmm. and then he was included also in the In Memoriam segment, right. which is very respectful, and a lot of people you know, thought that, that these were good things, classy mm -hmm. things, way to go to handle after his death. But then about an hour into the telecast, after they'd already had the In Memoriam segment, there was a commercial for this scotch company, which was one of the very few endorsements that he actually mm -hmm. ever did. And he'd been working with the scotch company since 2015. But it felt really weird. Yeah, no. Because it showed him, and at one point it showed him drinking the scotch, and it showed him kind of going mm -hmm. around the world doing his Anthony Bourdain thing. And it was a voiceover from him. No. Talking about living your passion and all this stuff. And then at the very end, um, they have a scroll of words across the screen that said, um, you know, and so you did live your passion. We're proud to have shared the journey. And people just felt gross. Well, like, it is. It's Do you, it's do you have to do a, do you have to take our grief and then commercialize it? Because well, that was weird. Part of it, I think, is the elephant in the room is how did the journey end? Hey, let's go on a journey that ends pretty bad. Yeah. Come on, jump in the car. Ooh. No, you can't listen to the stereo. No, I anyway. know. Yeah, people on Twitter writing, yo, that Balvenie commercial was in the poorest of taste. I know Anthony Bourdain didn't die from alcohol, but maybe don't feature someone that struggled and recently died from addiction mm -hmm. in your whiskey commercial. Right. Maybe. Right. And it just, I mean, it not was more cool. like that people were, they were just grossed out by it. They did not find that very... A very good way to handle things. Um, and also a weird way to handle things was how it went down on the talk yesterday. Is this the equivalent of getting a text message to get broken up with? I, you think? kind of. Yeah, that's the, it the way it struck me. Yeah, I don't, it's just, this was a, a bit of a weird one. So we knew that last week after Les Moonves was asked to step down as the head of CBS, mm -hmm. and then his wife, Julie, um, Chen Moonbez. Uh, she does Big Brother and she does the talk. And mm -hmm. she still did Big Brother on that Thursday night, but she wasn't at the talk all week. Mm -hmm. And then, and this broke um, late, I think, after the Emmys, that she was going to step down from the show right. completely because she just felt it would be, they don't, I mean, they talk about what happens on Big Brother in her duties for Big Brother, mm -hmm. but when she's on the talk, they talk about everything that's in pop culture and current headlines, and she just knew that it was going to be weird and awkward. Mm -hmm. And, But instead of going on the show and, like, hugging it out with her people on the show, mm -hmm. she left them a recorded message. 
Yeah, it was. It was just weird. It was on the countertop, <laughs> right by the banana thing that hangs water, them, please so they water don't the plants. Yeah, love you. Yeah, the little fish food is there, and then the leash next to that. So mm. here's a, a little a clip of it, and this was, as you'll hear from them, the first time that anybody on the show had actually seen it. So they were watching it for <laughs> the first time. That's a weird one. But here is a little bit of the goodbye from Julie Chen on the talk. All know Julie has not appeared on the talk since we premiered last Monday. Moments ago, she recorded a message for everyone from the set of Big Brother where she's working on tomorrow night's show. We are all about to hear this message for the first time. Let's roll it. I have been at the talk since the day it started nine years ago, and the cast, crew, and staff have become family to me over the years. But right now, I need to spend more time at home with my husband and our young son. So I've decided to leave the talk. I want to thank everyone at the show for the wonderful years together. I will always, always cherish oh. the memories we shared. <laughs> oh. So yeah, well, yeah, we were chit-chatting during yeah. this emotional. So we're not. We weren't <laughs> laughing at that. <laughs> no, we Poor so, timing on. I am so yeah, sorry. Julia, no. our heart goes out to you. Chen up. Oh, oh! That was awesome. Here's mm. the deal. Um, so she was getting emotional there at, the, at that one segment mm -hmm. of her goodbye, talking about the people that she worked with behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. But she didn't tear up for anybody else. No. I mean, she gave specific little blurbs or speeches to each person mm -hmm. that is one of the hostesses of the show. Right. But she seemed to only get emotional in that one spot, talking about who she worked with behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And then when they cut back to the um, hosts of the show, um, two of them were crying, and the rest of them looked like they just had been mm. like smacked across the right. face, and they didn't know what to do. Right. And then Sarah Gilbert, who was one of the people that started the show, she's had a rough year with the Roseanne show going. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then now she <laughs> right. works on the talk, and then this happens. And yeah. she was like, well, uh, we love you, Julie, yeah. and we value your friendship, and catch you later. I think bye. Julie Chen, if she was doing a crying, she's like, oh my God, is Mel going to lose his stock option? <laughs> 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 oh, Jeez. Ooh, um, I, are we going to get uh, that golden parachute, oh, or are they God. going to give it to women's charity? Uh, I don't know. Does CBS have a pension? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so weird. Mm. All right. Well, how about this? How about we get excited for something? Oh, yes. Something that, uh, that you can be proud of, that you can get into, mm. and that is the first trailer for Captain... Underpants. Marvel. No? Oh. Yes. Have you seen it? Have you not seen it? You're going to see it when we get back next on Pop That Culture. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle power! Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our nine and dine special. Nine holes of golf and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. 
We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service. And we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. I was gonna clean my room until I got high. Did you? Mm -hmm. Oh, <laughs> well, you have, you have bad coffee timing today. Yes. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> so bad. Um, yes, yeah, so DC Comics had their first fully lady superhero movie with Wonder Woman, mm -hmm. and now Marvel is finally waking up and smelling Joe's coffee mm. and like, people will go see a movie that's about a lady. It's okay. Oh, yeah. It helps it. that she's attractive and in a skin tight costume. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, come on. Maybe she's ketoing it up. We don't know. Um, but yes. Wait, that's where you do the, the contractions and the... So close. So close. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So we have the first trailer for you mm. to enjoy of Captain Marvel with Brie Larson playing Carol Danvers and a uh, Samuel L. Jackson with two eyes as Nick Fury mm. in this one because it's set in the 90s. And you will see that almost immediately. Look for the blockbuster shout out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> language. I know a renegade soldier when I see one. Never occurred to me that one might come from above. Space invasion. Big car chase. Truth be told, I was ready to hang it up till I met you today. So you're not from around here. It's hard to explain. I keep having these memories. I see flashes. I think I had a life here. But I can't tell if it's real. No idea what threats are out there. We can't do this alone. We need you. I'm not what you think I am. Oh, 
so we have to wait a while, but I'm excited. Yeah, I think it'll be good. It looks good. I really wish that uh, Nick Fury's um, sidekick in this movie would have been played by John Travolta so that you could <laughs> shoehorn the Captain Marvel that movie is a taste into of Pulp Fiction. Yes. I mean, come on, opportunities, people. I don't know. I mean, that was just the trailer. We haven't seen everything that's in the movie. Right. You don't know. He could still be in there. Right, Uma Thurman, John Travolta <laughs> yes. doing the Batusi. Five dollar shakes. <laughs> Make it happen. So yes, now we have even more things to get excited mm. about for that. Now, Joe, would you be excited? Yes. No. To have <laughs> a tasty, tasty beverage that uh, kind of chills you out and helps you deal with pain. Mm. Has a little um, CBD. Yeah, you know me. So like, I would have this beverage and then I could listen to a lot of auto tune music. <laughs> yes. Or House of Pain. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. So apparently. There was word on the street was that Coca-Cola was in talks with this company in Canada, which for a health focused beverage line infused with CBD, which is the mm. non psychoactive ingredient in marijuana that can be used to treat pain, but does not, you stoners, does not get you high. Then what's the point? It's a health drink, Joe. See, here's the thing. You let the Coke get you high. You yeah. sell all kinds of chips. Mm -hmm. There's partnership involved. Well, it's true. I, you know, I think this is rather interesting, you know, because Coke is the gateway beverage. No, remember, you know what Coke and Coca-Cola comes from? Oh, I know. Cocaine. Yeah. And then they got they took the cocaine out of the Coca-Cola because so many people were having such a hard time sniffing the Coke out of the can. <laughs> so They're like trying to pour. Yeah. Lines and so some idiots are going to start trying to smoke cans <laughs> of Coke, and it's just not going to work. Does not get you high. It is to help relieve pain. But mm. um, people are saying, well, don't put the Coke before the horse here. Like, slow mm. down a little bit. Coke put out a statement saying, we have no interest in marijuana or cannabis. Let's get that straight. Uh -huh. Along with many others in the beverage industry, we are closely watching the growth of non-psychoactive CBD as an ingredient in functional wellness beverages uh -huh. around the world. The space is evolving yep. quickly, but no decisions have been made at this time. So slow your roll, people mm -hmm. thinking that you're going to get a can of Coke that has the CBD in it. Fast forward a year. Right. Dasani is going to have hemp in it. Just watch. <laughs> you're like, oh, I'm so thirsty and so sober at the same time. I mean, it's the direction that things are going. Right. Now, I don't know what these other um, beverages what if it was the CBD or if it was something else that was mm. in them? Because there was a beer, I thought, that had something yes. in it. And they've done this with coffee drinks mm. as well, I believe. Right. But um, I don't know if those are the, it's going to help to get you high ones, or if it's just like this where it's the pain uh, management wellness drink type thing. But Right. You could use the Coke as like your bong water <laughs> and then just like have it all the way around. It'd be awesome. So we're going in that direction. Science and the future. I... And the future is coming for space as mm. well, Joe. Yes. Are you jealous? Yes, I am. I figured you were. Mm -hmm. I have absolutely no interest because I feel like it's too dangerous and scary. No. But SpaceX has uh, made their Stop. decision. Space X. If you say it quickly, like Sarah did, you say SpaceX. Which would be hard because it's tough enough on a Tempur-Pedic mattress because it absorbs. Yeah, your you've push. been bitching about that. It's I feel true. like you it's need so to get a new mattress. Yeah, to try doing it on memory foam does it's not work. Can't. But your body remains nice and cool 
Uh, sure. Yeah. And your impression is still mm -hmm. on the back. <laughs> yeah, it's great. But yes, uh. Uh, SpaceX, SpaceX, Space X has announced they will fly Japanese billionaire Yusaku Mezawa mm. as the first ever private tourist to the moon. And he does not want to just go alone. Mm. I think they'd actually talked to him a couple years ago. And I don't know if they put his name out at the time. And at the time, it was they were going to use a smaller rocket, and it was just going to be him. Yeah, it's a Japanese guy. <laughs> Come on. And now mm -hmm. they're going with the big Falcon rocket, the oh. BFR. And he wants to take another six to eight people <laughs> take with him. a bunch him. of strippers. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, ladies. Hey. Like, Making it rain in pole? space. Dollar bills floating all around, yo. <laughs> you um, can't make it rain in space because the water just kind of floats around the cabin. <laughs> no, so he said that he wants to take mm. um, different artists from around the world on this trip with him, which mm. would be a week-long trip. Yeah. Here's the deal. And he's put a lot, obviously he's a billionaire, he's got right. money to spend, but he's put a lot of money into making this happen. Right. But, um, and this is a 35-story rocket. Mm. This, uh, that's a big one. But um, they said, to be clear, Elon Musk is like, um, don't get it twisted. I know this sounds cool that this guy's going to be going out there, but he said, this is dangerous. This is mm. not a sure thing. Right. There are a lot of chances that something could go wrong. <laughs> He's signing the insurance policy. <laughs> oh the my God! Like, it must yeah, be like come a on stack board the rocket, guys! <laughs> Welcome aboard! Everybody could die, but yeah. it sounds cool. Um, a Tesla for you? A Tesla yeah, for exactly. You? Here, I'm I think that this is great. I, but what if artists? it works? If it works, he, what if he brings Banksy? Who the hell graffitied the rocket? <laughs> or Damn the moon? It. Spray paint the moon. <laughs> Little girl holding a balloon and like the window, you know. But uh, yeah, or what if he instead of like like legit artists, what if he brings like a bunch of the caricature guys from Cedar Point? You're like, because they don't work. Like summer's over. It's after Labor Day. What are we gonna do? Shit. Okay, guys. Okay, you can you can sketch the front of me and you can sketch the side. Okay, yeah. Can you put the Magnum in the background? Like it'll be <laughs> sweet. Be cool. And then when things go wrong, all the caricatures are just everybody's face in terror. Right. Oh, look, can you do one of me with my blood boiling? No! Uh, oh, speaking of the future, the future and science, this is crazy. Yes. But apparently, according to Russian scientists, only 10 years away, they are working on mm. Jurassic Parking Your Ass with uh, woolly mammoths. Nice. So, yes, long extinct cave lions and some extinct ancient horses. They've been working on that first mm -hmm. and cloning and using DNA to recreate these things. And then right. they said their next project are these woolly mammoths. And then they hope to, in somewhere in Russia, I don't know if it's Siberia or not, but mm. they're hoping to open a park and have these creatures just running around. Have and they not watched sounds, the movies? Well, and it, they said, I know it sounds crazy, but science is advancing so fast that this is not just some yeah. out there thing uh -huh. that within 10 years, mm -hmm. this guy, and they'll all sound like Ray Romano if yes. you watched the movie, um, and then the lions and everybody, are, they're just going to make stuff yeah. happen. And there's just going to be one acorn in the middle <laughs> of the park. And, you and know, I'll be obsessed with it's it. It's all going to be fun and games until like the first dad gets impaled on right. one of the woolly mammoth tusks. Oh yeah, yeah. What's dad doing? Oh, he got impaled again. It seems cool, and they're like, no, no, no. no listen, we're growing stuff in a lab, and mm. then we're gonna just, you know, put it in a park. Yeah. There's so many ways that this could go wrong. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum, get out of your sexy reclined <laughs> position and go tell him what's wrong with this. 
Has no oh. one watched movies? Oh, God. So, I don't oh, know. Oh, jeez. We'll see if it actually happens within 10 years. That's always the, like, the throw to. Right. Like, no, it's not happening now, but like 10 years from now, it's totally going to be okay, a thing. Okay, how about this, okay? Instead of cloning things that have been long dead, cure cancer. They're working right? on it. They are working cure on it. Cure cancer. You know what we have? We have a world, we have like, the common cold still doesn't have a cure, but we've got woolly mammoths in an amusement park and boner pills. That's what <laughs> science is doing. All right. When we Next get thing back, you know, it's a woolly mammoth with a boner pill. He's humping everybody. I mean, Sorry. mammoths need to have sex, too. Uh, when we get back, we have a couple of M&M stories. One, where a lady who was very controversial mm. in the 90s is reaching out to M&M right now. And we will tell you all about it next on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic sweeping adventure where we try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, Podquesters. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248 939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions, including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store, and the greater becomes your appetite. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. We love Patron. We came to party rock. Everybody is on. He has a couple of giant rats. Oh, hey. Everybody. We're back. Thanks for hanging out with uh, with Joe Santos. And Sarah. For Minna Herner Herner Herner. Joe and Sarah. I'm Without Pop an That H. Culture. No H. No H, eh? And you know the reason why. No. You don't? No. I feel like I've told you this story no. a million times. No. No? No. All right. So my last name is Four Acre. Uh -huh. I was born on June 14th uh -huh. at 4.44 in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. I, was the oh. four, I was the fourth person in my family, so they wanted my name to have four letters. I had, I've never heard this story. No? Nothing? No, but I know your dad sings in the shower and <laughs> pretends to be a giant rodent. <laughs> wow. 
Were you so. in the 4-H club? <laughs> I should have been. I do love animals, though. Do you dump boyfriends because of lack of foreplay? <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah, uh, yes. See? So it starts at dinner, by the way. <laughs> if you start later than that, you're really fucking it up. It starts with a good conversation, maybe a little hand holding, and then you can ramp it up uh, on the drive home. Yep. So speaking of kill shots, um, Eminem has the biggest YouTube debut ever, mm -hmm. ever for a hip hop video. Right. Welcome to. Machine Gun Kelly going. Yeah, he's just like, oh, maybe I, yeah, oh, maybe I messed with the. Yeah. No, it was the smartest thing he ever could have done, honestly, mm -hmm. because who was talking about Machine Gun Kelly right. before this whole thing? Mm, right. Not so much. Mm. No. Although I can't remember, you said the story. He was touring with somebody and he got booed recently. Yeah. He got on I stage. I don't remember who he was with, but yeah. He got. People are like, uh, Machine Gun Kelly. No. Although actually, his specific diss track apparently is the third biggest overall 24-hour debut on a streaming service, so mm. he's doing well. But then Eminem put out a YouTube with the audio for Killshot on it, and right. it is just lighting things up. So here's a little smidge, a little taste, and I enjoy it, by the way, listen for this specifically, when he goes after, goes after Machine Gun Kelly's man bun. <laughs> Rihanna just hit me on a text. Last night I left hickeys on her neck. Wait. You just diss me, I'm perplexed. Insult me in a line, compliment me on the next. Damn, I'm really sorry you want me to have a heart attack. Was watching 8 Mile on my Nauta track. Realized I forgot to call you back. Here's that autograph for your daughter. I wrote it on a starter cap. Stan, Stan, son, listen, man, dad isn't mad, but how you gonna name yourself after a damn gun and have a man bun? Giant smoke eyes open, undeniable supply and smoke. Got the fire stoke. Say you got me in a scope, but you grazed me. I say one call it in a scope, and you swayzy. Your reply got the crowd yelling woo. So before you die, let's see who can out petty who with your corny lines. Slim your roll out, Kelly. Ooh, but I'm 45 and I'm still out selling you. Brilliant. Yes. Don't mess with him because he'll come back mm -hmm. with stuff like that and yeah. he'll just take you down. And the other layer of genius in this song is mm. the fact that uh, for the first time ever in a rap song, Nordic track got a mention. It's true. Yeah. He did. Yeah. yeah. It Take could have been back. Total Gym. <laughs> it could have been like any number of the Nautilus machines. Right. Uh, it could have been Pilates. It could have been. Yeah, it could I have love. Been, you know, Snow could have done a song called Reformer 20 years ago, <laughs> but no. Eminem beats everybody to the punch Nordic by dropping track. Nordic track. Yeah. He's taking it back to back in the day, mm -hmm. and then somebody from that day is now taking it forward and asking for his help. Oh my gosh. And that would be one Miss Monica Lewinsky. She has this whole anti-bullying campaign mm -hmm. because she feels like she's a person who has been mm -hmm. bullied quite a bit. Yes. Um, and Eminem has said that in his high school, middle school days, he was bullied quite a bit as well. Mm -hmm. And apparently he made a reference to the Bill Clinton scandal in his song, Rap God. So Monica Lewinsky just tweeted, hey at Eminem, you rap God, your songs give me all the um, feels, wink. Uh -huh. <clears throat> know you were bullied as a kid. Could you or your people please reach out to me or DM me about trying to get you involved in an anti-bullying campaign for next month? Peace symbol. Now, hmm. um, the internet responded to her reaching out to him in a completely mature way and was just, I wonder what she's going to give him or do uh -huh. for him if he helps yep. her with her anti-bullying campaign. Oh, Monica Lewinsky, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, they Cigar couldn't handle jokes, et cetera, yeah, et just all yeah. of it. All of it. No, they couldn't, could not handle her 
coming out publicly to reach out to a celebrity without the old Monica Lewinsky jokes. Ah, uh, was anybody in this room alive during that scandal? You yeah. were? Really? But you were wee babies, but you were alive, really? yeah? No, nothing? Being a tadpole doesn't count. <laughs> Jake, not so right. much. <laughs> yeah. Jake's like, who? Who, what, huh? No, I remember not knowing exactly what happened. Like, I didn't know what the whole situation <laughs> was going on ah, with that. But uh -huh. I know he did some bad stuff. Yeah. Oh, B George Clinton was president? I love P-Funk. George Clinton. He doesn't know <laughs> P-Funk. I was tadpole then. So yeah. Yeah, you were. No, it's understandable. Although I feel like a lot of people learned a lot about sex from the Kenneth Starr Report, right? Right. I did. <laughs> so <laughs> you're like, oh, the O, oh, and yes. then that, and oh. then the snap of the thong. Yes. Ladies like that oh. when they're walking down the hallway. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, just everybody, it feels like everybody has a scandal. There was a scandal surrounding Dr. Oz and some of the mm. things that he was sort of peddling online or on his show and right. all of that. So I thought he was done, but his Dr. Oz show just came back this week. And in mm. one of his, <laughs> well, yeah, Sorry, and in one of his first episodes, his guest was Roseanne. Hmm. And she talked about a lot of things, but she also talked about, because I think it's October is when the Connors, without right. her, comes back. And her character is dead because of an opioid overdose. Right. And then Dan is very sad about that. Mm -hmm. um, so here she is on with Dr. Oz talking about what she's going to be doing once that show starts on the air. You mentioned recently that you're going to go back to Israel. Yeah. When you're former, my fourth time. When your former castmates premiere the Connors. Oh yeah, I don't want to be around because I, you know, I'll get drawn into a, neg a negative thing of uh, defending myself or being angry for being uh, mischaracterized. And you know, I don't. I want to stay away from it. I want to stay in a joyous, positive, happy place that I've worked my way to again What are you going to reflect on while you're in Israel? Well, I want to be able to learn Hebrew, speak Hebrew fluently because, you know, I, I read very slow. <laughs> but I, I know the letters and I love the letters. But uh, I want to speak it. And also, I have quite a few teachers over the years that live there. And, you know, I want to study. Yeah. I love the letters. Do you? Yes. No, that's what she said. <laughs> What a great way to talk about Yom Kippur. <laughs> Just saying. I'm not so good at the talking. I can do the reading. Oh. Those letters are pretty cool. Um, I don't blame her for not wanting to be anywhere right. near the United States when the show well, starts to air. You but know what? A great You don't way? have to watch it. No, you don't. Exactly. This is, number one, it's not that easy to find it and watch it considering everything else that's out there. So just stay home and be Amish for a day. No, just turn off the electricity in your house and be good right, with it, right? Yeah, don't answer your phone. Yeah. Don't look at the internet. Yeah. Just hang out on your, I think she has a farm. I'm not positive yeah, if she still just, does. You've got money. Just do something with it. Roll around in it. Do something. <laughs> you know what? I think what this is all just publicity because about the time that the second half of Infinity War comes out and they undo oh, Thanos' snap, <laughs> yeah. she'll be back to life. Ant-Man is in the quantum realm <laughs> fixing all of this right now. No, and I know. We, we talked about this before when um, we heard that they were going to kill her character off. Mm. If they were able to bring... Dan Connor, her husband yes. on the show, back to life. Mm -hmm. What makes you think that they couldn't bring Roseanne back to life? Somehow they could write it in. I don't know. 
But yeah. she had to sign a lot of paperwork, basically right. saying that like this is it. There's Here's the thing. no more. What they should do is have Linda Hamilton come and play the stepmom <laughs> as Sarah Connor. <laughs> And that and would add a new wrinkle to the show. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. wow. mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So they did. They kind of, uh, as Corey in the room said, went for the jugular on that one. <laughs> they were just like, boom, overdose. Yeah, like, That's oh, how you're yeah. going out. Yep. What do you oh, think we about had, that? She was cooking meth in the bathtub. <laughs> it's a good thing the house didn't explode. <laughs> this is, so the Connors have become Breaking Bad, basically. Right, exactly. Like Why did mom buy an RV? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, Jesse comes out. <laughs> I mean, what else Woo! is he doing? One of us died, and it wasn't me. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm, I love this next story. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's a thinker. It's an interesting turn of events for mm. somebody who also has had some controversy and problems in right. their life and decided to turn it around. And that is one, Mr. Darren McCarty, who in a parallel universe. Mm -hmm. is was a co-host of yours oh you know you're right but yeah, he yeah. auditioned to be one of your co-hosts he did yeah we worked with him for a little while he's yes. not a morning person or yeah. at least at the time he was not thank you for having him sign my jersey by the way yes. that's uh, that's truth <laughs> uh yeah he was always when he would fill in he was always way better when he would do the afternoon shows he's mm. more of a guy that needs time he's to, a pm to person. get up to yeah you know he gets up full at the crack of uh, 11 12. <laughs> yes yeah so he's had uh, he's had problems with you know drugs and alcohol and, and mm -hmm. he's he will talk all about it. Right. He's ha had money, lost money. He's had a couple wives. He's on wife number three. He seems to be very happy. Mm. And uh, in addition to hockey, you may or may not remember. Maybe you blocked it out of your brain. His band, right? Mm. Grinder. He was uh, he was in a band. Yeah. And he used to go around and 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 do shows, and people would pay money to hear him sing. Um, but now. <laughs> He is going on mm. the Darren McCarty comedy tour. Hmm. Okay. Doing comedy. Darren McCarty, yes. So um, he lives in Florida, but mm -hmm. he does come back to Michigan quite often. And he feels like this is sort of um, a gift to the fans as well mm -hmm. for hockey years. He's like, now I'm coming to you. I'm going to be traveling around. I'm doing the show. I'm bringing along some of my other favorite comedians. It's right. not just like going Wayne to Gretzky. Be <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not just going to be <laughs> him. But, um, and he talks about everything that's happening in his life that he's gone through and makes jokes about it and is not shy and yeah. he's like listen i get it i'm i wasn't really a musician and i'm not really a comedian mm. i'm more of a general entertainer yeah. yeah just like henry rollins isn't a spoken word guy <laughs> <laughs> so just throwing it out there yeah he gets it he knows but i people are loving it so mm. far so this is the third act for darren mccarty Comedian, right? I say more power to him. I mean, Do it's it. like if you've had this career, does he still own little like a uh, share oh, of a little daddies? I don't know. Which is actually right down the street. Yeah. What do you, can you? One of you guys run down to little daddies and just poke your head and ask? <laughs> Excuse it's me. It's like a minute away. You McCarty. Yeah. He, he still have the black and blue burger. Uh, cool. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I'll, I'll take some food too. Oh yes. Well, when we get back, we are going to talk about an interesting story that was shared this week by one. Miss Olivia Wilde and why her children think that Ellen DeGeneres is actually their mother. And we'll talk mm. about it next on Pop That Culture. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media 
The new Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at newradiomedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. On Ellen DeGeneres' show, which is back, I think it started last week for their newest mm -hmm. season. It did. She had one Miss Beautiful Olivia Wilde on mm -hmm. as her guest. And they talked about a picture that reminded Ellen that she had given um, Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis as like a gag gift a while mm -hmm. ago. She totally forgot that she had done this. But, you know, they always have the those days, like today's National Hot Dog Day, right. it's National PB&J, whatever. So then there was National Dog Day. And so on Instagram, Olivia Wilde shared a picture. Um, this dog has passed away, so um, but she was remembering her favorite dog, Paco, and it's Paco in the bed, the Olivia Wilde, mm -hmm. and a very special painting hanging in the background in the bedroom <laughs> of Olivia Wilde and um, Jason Sudeikis. So here's the picture from Instagram. That's fantastic. Just straight, like she signed it, and they, they were like, well, when Ellen Generous gives you a gag gift, you are putting that sucker right. right over the bed in the master bedroom of her as a uh, as like a Vargas pinup girl. And um, so Ellen was like, I totally forgot I gave that to you <laughs> until I was looking around on Instagram and saw what you posted about your dog. And I was like, what is going on with that picture in the background? So they had it there for a while, but then apparently recently they moved the picture and put it in the bedroom of their two children. 
So the first thing that the kids see every day when they wake up every morning is this picture of Ellen. And they started <laughs> to say to their parents, Ellen's our real mom, right? That's why you put the picture in there. <laughs> and uh, it's very confusing. There's a lot of things to explain to them. But I just love that Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis are like, well, we're not putting that in storage. Like, we are hanging no, that in our house. No, you hang that up. <laughs> Absolutely. This is a very special picture that was made for us. So that one was shared this week. And you know what I always forget about Olivia Wilde? That's not her real last name. Her real last mm. name is pronounced Coburn, mm -hmm. but it looks like, like Cockburn. Cockburn. And because she was sick and tired of people calling her Cockburn, she was like, well, when I get to Hollywood, I'm going to pick something that's fun. And she liked Oscar Wilde, so she, mm. she was like, I will become Olivia Wilde. Just how you chose a four acre as your I did. stage I did. name. I did. My yeah. other name was way hard to pronounce. So right. I was it like, was Cockburn. <laughs> it was. But, yeah. I'm like, no, it's Coburn. But it was oh. with a little C. <laughs> and a yes. big, anyway. Well, we have talked on this show many, many times about The Rock because we love him. And he is ever-present on social media. He shares a ton of mm -hmm. stuff on social media. And yes. apparently one of the, his latest things that he likes to do is put um, the pictures of his cheat meals online. It's not so, fair. No, it's not. It's really, <laughs> no, it's not no. fair. I mean, he trains like a mofo and is just a giant, giant man. And apparently um, one of his cheat days, I don't know which one it was, but one of his cheat days had equaled 12,550 12, 12, calories. <laughs> I mean, you have to be that kind of a gigantic no. human to be able to consume that many calories. But he, so he'll, he'll post a lot of pictures and it'll be whatever he's watching on Netflix, on his laptop mm. in the photo, and then the picture of the food that he's eating on his cheat day. And he posted one recently that was like at one in the morning. Oh my goodness. Um, and it's all this sushi. So he's, he's watching the um, Mr. Rogers, which will, that'll make you cry. Mm. On my cheat day, I would want, want to watch something yeah. funny, not something sad, but... Um, so much sushi at one in the morning and people had so many questions about it. They were like, first of all, where the hell do you get that much sushi at one, like fresh sushi You're at the one rock. in the morning? <laughs> you, you know what? In the backyard, there's a giant saltwater tank <laughs> and a little <laughs> Japanese guy with a great cutlery set just <laughs> standing ready to go. I'm ready for you. There's so, another guy just like, you know, he's just got horseradish making. How much wasabi do you want, Mr. Rock? Uh, well, he you does know? have an insane amount of money. So that's that was one of the theories. People are like, he probably has a chef on call who can make stuff well, for yeah, whatever absolutely. he wants. And then somebody said, well, maybe there's like a secret late night sushi delivery spot that only celebrities know about. Mm. Probably not. Well, it depends on where you live. Because like New York, L.A., you can get sushi pretty much 24-7, 365. Oh. Yeah, we're so back asswards in Detroit. We really are. Mm. And then uh, the other thing people wanted to know was how much would that much sushi cost? That's got to mm. be super expensive. And then third, people were sad because this is his cheat meal. And they're like, I <laughs> thought sushi was healthy. You mean I've been eating a ton of calories this whole time and didn't realize I shouldn't be having all that sushi because it's not really a diet food? Oh, man, the rock ruining yes. it for us. My goodness, Rock. I know. His other favorite cheat meal is to combine the sushi with a big stack of pancakes as well. That to me like does not sound... Like pancakes and peanut no. butter and brownies and sushi. Oh no, no. And then just whatever it's he's got. It's one or the other. 
You know, it's like, what if you get, you know, you have a chef that's like, I'm going to try, okay, I'm going to roll raw fish into the pancake. <laughs> Gross. No. Maple syrup instead of. Oh, I don't think so. Oh. Now, uh, it's not a cheat day. It's a Craig Folly day. You can enjoy him every yeah. day without guilt. Yeah. Or I should say five days a week. Sorry. Right. And that, that five days, that totals up to more than 12,000 calories. Although I'm a liar. Really, honestly, you can listen to Craig whenever you want to, really. You can right. listen to him on Saturday or on a Sunday if you want to. You but just you know roll what? to the NRM website and listen whenever you yeah. damn well but, please. But he is best in real time. That's true. Actually, it's an unreal time if you catch my meaning. Woohoo! Mm. So we'll see you tomorrow. Enjoy Craig. We'll be back with Pop That Culture.